Common sense to turn on the lights comes from righteousness and truth. This is Dennis Peterson, and let's think about that today. When your society seems to have gone mad with wicked, depraved ideas, we're all being challenged to make choices. Will you allow yourself to be herded like sheep to the slaughter? Will you go with the flow and take your family by the seemingly easy path into the net of destruction? Or will you gather the courage to seek out the truth that will set you free no matter what the cost? I have no doubt that all of us are being motivated to pray for God's help in our perplexing times of need these days. But are we praying in fear or are we praying in faith? 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Remember when Jesus scolded his disciples in the boat? After calming the unusually raging surprise storm on the water, he said, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? We can be sympathetic with the disciples for misunderstanding exactly who Jesus was at that point in their lives. They didn't realize the power of his word when he told them, Let us cross over to the other side of the lake. But they also didn't realize that Jesus was anticipating a major confrontation with demonic evil forces. Powerful demons had terrified a family in a community called Gadara. Jesus had a job to do. And no storm the devil might throw at him and his crew of fishermen was going to hinder him or even disturb his fleeting rest in the back of the boat. When it seems that the devil is causing a lot of confusion and fear in our lives and in our society... Do you think it would be just like God to orchestrate a dynamic deliverance that can only be attributed to his power? We can understand that the night can sometimes seem darkest just before the dawn. This is why it's vitally important for us to know God intimately by spending time with Jesus through his Holy Spirit and we meditate in his word. You can only do that if you prioritize time to read his word regularly and study it to seek out God's patterns of how he accomplishes his plans. Common sense is a rare condition. It evokes a fresh revelation of hope, but it only applies for those with ears of discernment to identify righteousness and truth. Will your mouth speak wisdom and knowledge of truth to your peers? Proverbs 15, 7 says, The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. What does God's word of wisdom claim to be the cause of destruction for even his own people? Hosea 4, 6 famously says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. But he cuts even deeper, saying, Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me, because you have forgotten or neglected the law, the Torah. The teachings of your God, I also will forget your children. Does that stir you to take more seriously than ever the assignment to do what he says in Deuteronomy 6, verse 5 to 9? Love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your strength. Take it upon yourself to teach God's Torah, his teachings, not just what we refer to as the law, and do it diligently to your children. Talk about those teachings when you sit in your house and when you walk along the way, when you go to bed and when you get up. Keep his teachings in your mind's eye and close by your hand. Even write them on the doorposts of your house, on your entry gate, so you can see them when you go in and when you go out. Only those things which can be shaken will be shaken. Is there any doubt that our world is being shaken today? God's prophet Haggai prophesied that the Lord will shake all nations— Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain.
That's what it says in Hebrews, quoting from Haggai 2, verse 6 to 7. Who and what things will be shaken and what will not be shaken? In recent months, it's become apparent that the people and nations of the world are being shaken in their confidence in human institutions. This is not news to anyone who's been watching what's going on. Dishonest politicians, corrupted by bribery and self-centered compromise, have made a mockery of our civil governments. Nobody with discernment really trusts even the most respected branches of our legal systems, even. Justice is not being done in our courts, and everybody knows it. The talking heads of the news media have shown that the six global corporations that own 95% of the channels and press are totally corrupted by greed and tyrannical anti-God theologies. The forecasted plans of the Communist Manifesto of two generations ago are almost completely fulfilled now. And the educational systems? <laughs> They've become more consumed by immorality and revisionist history than by the objective search for knowledge and truth. The food industry has been monopolized by corporate farming and compromising profiting at the expense of the health and the well-being of consumers. And now, the long-respected medical profession is being severely challenged because of its compromise with the wicked, power-crazed corporate owners of giant global companies orchestrating the greatest destructive deception of history. We may wonder if there's any hope for our world. The current reality is clear. Extremely wicked demonic powers possess almost every seat of influence in the land. But there is hope. Truly, there is. Why? Because there's more than just wickedness and evil. Remember what Jesus said. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to whom? To Jesus. And who did he delegate to use that power for his kingdom? There are hundreds of millions of people who do not lust for power and control over others. There's an army of people worldwide rising up against these criminal power structures. They demand right, truth, and freedom. And whether they know it or not, God is awakening them from the deep slumber of deception by the demonic news and entertainment media. They're learning through alternate information sources online that the global pandemic has been more of an elaborately organized mind control scheme than just a disease epidemic. It's essentially a worldwide criminal operation by insane psychopaths who murder millions to get more control over humanity through their lockdowns, mask mandates, and deadly vaccines. It's now no secret that giant globalist dynasties have been planning their new world order for generations. They're bent on a population reduction plan built on the satanic hatred for our gracious creator God and for human life. But God is unraveling their plans. He's opening the eyes of millions to discover that they are made to enjoy their Creator forever in harmonious dominion of His awesome creation. Humanity is beginning to see what's going on. And there's a cry for justice, a cry for truth, a cry for freedom. Canadian doctors have now produced a public service short video for you to share with everyone about what the best science says on the top reasons to not be afraid of COVID. See it on our website at reclaimyourlegacy.com, along with the show notes for this program titled Common Sense to Turn on the Lights. Here are a few of their fact-based disclosures. Cases that are counted are mostly unsymptomatic people, so the fear because of reported numbers is exaggerated. Only 3% of cases reported from a positive PCR test actually have the virus. 3%. The test has proven to be practically worthless. Comparing recent annual statistics with past years, it's hard to show that we've even had a pandemic. 
The CDC compares the statistics for the current coronavirus with the seasonal flu. Survival rate for children up to age 19 is 99.997, with virtually zero young children succumbing. Ages 20 to 49 have a survival rate of 99.998%. Children need have no fear of becoming sick with this non-pandemic, much less dying from it. Those people ages 50 to 69 survive at the rate of 99.995%, and 94.6% is the rate for those age 70 and over. All these stats are based on people with no early treatment or immune-building efforts like vitamin C and D. Plenty of things can be done to prevent getting sick or dying from this without having a shot. Asymptomatic infection has now been proven to be negligible to non-existent. If you do get sick, stay home. The rest of us can be free to live our lives naturally. And many of us are already immune to SARS-CoV-2 because of the cross-reactive T-cells. World virologists have been finding that 30 to 50% of the population are already immune because of these T-cells circulating in our body from past exposure to viruses like common cold. We're closer to herd immunity than we've ever been led to believe. The fear-driven public restrictions on healthy school children are totally misguided. Masking and quarantine of healthy children is proven to cause illness rather than prevent it. Normal annual flu deaths among children are rare, but more than double the rare occasion of death because of COVID-2. Children under the age of 10 have been proven to not be a significant factor in transmission of the disease to others like teachers as well as peers. Closing schools was never medically warranted. Parents who are sick are more likely to infect their children than vice versa. It's past time that we give our children their life and childhood back. Our human immune system, like that of animals, is highly intelligent and sophisticated. Supporting that system is basic common sense. Eat nutritious food. Exercise regularly. Spend time out in nature. Give positive input to valuing your life. Vitamin D is critically needed but in short supply for indoor living. Magnesium, vitamin C, and zinc are also critically needed. Most people who encounter COVID-2 do not require hospitalization. Their symptoms can be managed at home as their body's healing process goes to work. Time-tested therapeutic drugs are proven to be beneficial in combating COVID-2. Besides quercetin, vitamin C, D, and zinc, Experienced doctors treat their patients with hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin or ivermectin for later stage intervention. Oxygen supplementation, as indicated necessary, is only not done with nasal specs rather than internal pressure within the lungs. Let go of the fear and remove the masks unless you're sick and possibly going to cough on others. Viruses always become less likely to cause harm as time goes on, and variants are weaker and unlikely to affect humans who have developed normal immunity. They may become more easily spread, but unlikely to make you really sick. Humans are social creatures and do not do well in isolation. Confinement, fear, and anxiety weaken your immune system, and that makes you more susceptible to all kinds of disease. Four hugs a day are the minimum needed for your kids, and especially your elderly family members. The real virus is fear. It stops a person from thinking clearly. Turn off your TV and learn to reason for yourself. The evidence is clear. You don't need to be afraid of tiny coronavirus. What you do need to be built up on is not fear, but confident faith in God 
and his word. And where does that come from? Three things. Knowledge, understanding, and discernment. Trust those who have shown you that they are trustworthy by the soundness of their reasoning and the record of their experience. An abundance of frontline doctors in America without bribes from pharmaceutical companies and fear of threats from big business agree with thousands of doctors in Europe and many nations around the world. Take the time to hear their many warnings. Read their articles and essays. Pray for the Holy Spirit to give you discernment as you listen closely to courageous professionals willing to risk their own careers and very lives to warn people they care for. Refuse to use Google to search. Use DuckDuckGo instead. Don't depend on YouTube for truthful content that may now be censored. Use Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon instead. Listen to recent interviews with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. She's a veteran integrative medical doctor of osteopathy, virologist, and epidemiologist with two decades of experience researching vaccines. She's widely being censored by big tech and big pharma because she dares to tell people the truth with knowledge, clarity, and compassion. She's among a, an army of truth-telling doctors that are available to be heard, but usually not on some of the censored platforms. Here are a few of the points that she raises. The Pfizer and Moderna shots both deliver a small piece of genetic material into the patient. This type of injection has never been done before on human subjects. In two decades of research, no COVID vaccine could ever be brought to market for lack of proof of safety. Test animals all became deathly sick or died shortly after injection. These are experimental injections that are not truly vaccines at all. Until 1985, children commonly received only three shots. Since then, children get multiple doses of up to 17 shots by age 18. Adult vaccination schedules began increasing in 2015. Most people are unaware of the complexity of immunization theory by vaccine injections. Unlike all vaccinations in the past, the messenger RNA, called mRNA, vaccines deliver only a specific part of a virus to program all your cell's DNA master computers with the capacity to manufacture a particular protein, called a spike protein, like the crown points all over the molecule that gives the coronavirus its name. Unfortunately, the outcome can irreversibly change your DNA in very damaging ways to your liver, your kidneys, your lungs, and your heart. These destructive effects are most likely to show up at least six months to a year after the injection. This current injection being called a vaccine is not just like another flu shot. It functions in a completely different way with irreversible effects to your genetic makeup. And that's why some are calling it a gene therapy product rather than what can be technically called a vaccine. It's not FDA approved. It's completely experimental and only authorized under emergency use. There are zero long-term studies on what will happen to those who take the shot in the future with alarming concerns for its potential to cause autoimmune, neurological, and cardiovascular damage that can be lethal or extremely debilitating long-term. A detailed discussion explains the different process by which the new experimental J&J &J injection works using aborted 
baby cells to create the delivery system to your body. The Vaccine Adverse Effects Reporting System, called VAERS, the National Voluntary Tracking System, has received over 1,200 reports of deaths from the new vaccines with over 25,000 adverse events reported. And this is just in a few weeks. And this is recognized to chart under 10% of the total events which are never reported. The question that needs to be publicly asked by reporters is, can you imagine any product in any industry producing between 1,200 and 12,000 deaths in the first 10 weeks of nationwide use and not having there be a massive outcry to recall and halt the use of it? One of the most often reported effects of the shots is profound fatigue. That's because the shot compromises your body's cells' ability to produce energy in your mitochondria. People need to put their life in God's hands, but not in the hands of a pharmaceutical experiment to alter their genetic structure. If they make the wrong choice, there is no reversing the trajectory they have launched. If they didn't want to trust God before, they will be in panic mode to find deliverance from the outcome that they could face. The coming COVID catastrophe is the theme of an historic report on the high wire released March 11, 2021. Dr. Gert Bosch from the Netherlands has announced what may be the most urgent warning from a world-renowned vaccine research scientist and advocate serving major pharmaceutical interests for years. In an open letter to the WHO and health professionals worldwide, he wrote this, the present extremely critical situation forces me to spread this emergency call as the unprecedented extent of human intervention in the COVID pandemic is now at risk of resulting in a global catastrophe without equal. This call cannot sound loudly and strongly enough. This type of prophylactic vaccines is completely inappropriate and even highly dangerous when used in mass vaccination campaigns during a viral pandemic. Del Bigtree shares another doctor's interview with Dr. Vanden Bosch with helpful comments on the technical details of what may be, in his words, the most important interview in the history of mankind. Please carefully watch this extremely serious interview on the link in the transcript of this program at reclaimyourlegacy.com and share it with your loved ones as soon as possible. Psalm 15.5 says, He who does these things will never be shaken. There's a list of them. He who walks uprightly, he who speaks the truth with a sincere heart, he who honors the faithful followers of the Lord, he who keeps his promises even when it hurts, Will we obey God by choosing this day whom we will serve? As individuals and as a community of believers, as local assemblies of Christ's ecclesia, and as a state or ethnos, and even as a confederation of states called the United States of America, we are given only two choices, freedom or bondage. Will we choose life or death? Blessing or cursing, right or wrong, good or evil, knowledge and understanding or destruction, truth or lies, Wisdom or foolishness? If we don't think for ourselves so we can make right choices, powerful influencers in society will persuade you to think as they indoctrinate you to think. Far too many of our local Christian leaders, thinkers, and influencers in recent generations of American society have retreated from the Lord's battle. 
How? They've hidden behind the walls of the seemingly safe harbor of the so-called organized church, having a religious form of godliness but denying the Holy Spirit's power that is supposed to be at work in them to disciple the nations. As a result, the called-out, salt-of-the-earth ecclesia that Christ promised to build on the rock of true conversion, repentance, and confession has been hindered from fulfilling her commission. And what's that? It's to simply allow the abiding Holy Spirit of Christ to transform the culture by exposing and destroying the works of the devil. That's what the light of the world is created to do. But God is providentially shaking those things that can be shaken so that the things that cannot be shaken will stand tall for all to see. And God will show himself strong and powerful to those whose hearts are fully his. Like he said in Psalm 15, He who does these things shall never be moved. God is using the distortions of the public mainstream to uncover gross deceptions. He's motivating more and more people to search out the truth of his word about both natural common sense and spiritual realities. Minds and hearts are being opened to the light of the gospel. And it's not just some pie-in-the-sky, feel-good religious high. It's the truth of the life-changing, disciple-making good news of the kingdom of God with the clear call to seek Jesus Christ with all your heart and serve him with all your strength. Thus, his power is able to be manifested in our lives to truly renew our minds. Trusting God for his miraculous intervention in our personal lives has a determined effect as we witness his divine power to those around us. It miraculously transforms our society. That can only happen through a Bible-based reformation that grows by the providential and dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. It takes time, years really, but the result is a new generation that seeks the Lord more than the previous one, and it must be served by obedience to the command of our Lord, Yahshua, Hamashiach, the I Am, Salvation, Messiah. And what was his command? Based on the fact that all power in heaven and earth was given To our resurrected Lord, our Master, we must go and deliberately teach all nations, all ethnoses, all people groups that speak the same language. And what are we to teach them? To observe and obey all the things that Jesus commanded us. That's a truly transformational commission, and it takes an army of delegated Bible teachers willing to make disciples of whole populations And it's all orchestrated through a continuing process of immersing them in the life-giving principles of Christ's kingdom. It's governed by the Father, modeled by the Son, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. If you're being blessed in some ways by the insights that we've provided here, please tell others to listen at reclaimyourlegacy.com. And if our Lord directs you to share the burdens of cost to deliver these messages to you, I want you to know that your generous support is deeply appreciated and needed.